We often speak of the gospel as if it is completely obvious, as if saying, Jesus died to save you, needs no further explanation. History makes it clear that it has never been that obvious. As early as the resurrection narratives and the Acts of the Apostles, we see Jesus' disciples struggling to understand what has been done to them and to communicate to others the revolutionary truth revealed in Jesus. The method they use, given by Jesus himself, is to explain him by reference to the great figures of the Old Testament. In this light, what is going on in today's Gospel? What is Jesus up to? For that matter, what has he been up to for the past month? We have heard his parable of the Good Samaritan in response to the teacher of the law, his reply to Martha's complaint, his teaching on perseverance in prayer, and now this strange episode where someone asks him to intervene in a contested inheritance. It is worth noting that in every case, Jesus subverts the expectations of the petitioner, deftly avoids being drawn into the conflict, and offers an entirely new perspective on the situation. So what is going on today? What can we learn from how Jesus handles this situation of intra-family conflict? This might be the wrong question. Rather than asking what Jesus is doing, perhaps we should ask, who is Jesus? This answer may also seem a bit obvious, but I think St. Luke would have us probe a bit deeper. Jesus' reply, who appointed me as your judge and arbitrator, should not be heard as, I'm sorry, but that's not my problem. After all, he comes to save us from our human tendency to get into fights and be at odds with one another. An explanation can be found in a parallel story from the life of Moses. We may remember that when the young Moses meets two Hebrews fighting each other, he intervenes and tries to reconcile them. But they challenge his authority and ask, who made you judge and lawgiver? Moses proceeds to flee from Pharaoh's wrath and spends the next 40 years hiding out in the desert. The irony, of course, is that he returns after those 40 years to lead his people out of slavery, sent by the authority of God as their saving judge and lawgiver. In his response, Jesus is presenting himself as a new Moses, the true Moses whom the Old Testament foreshadowed. Not just the exodus of the Hebrews from Egypt, he is destined to accomplish the true exodus and free all mankind from sin and death. This is who Jesus is. But the question remains, what is he doing? Jesus' parable needs to be read from this perspective of Moses. It is not a warning about a vindictive God who will kill us if we break the rules, but an invitation into a new way of living, a new idea of what it means to be human. It is a vision based in a willingness to suffer injury and forgive wrongs, as we heard last week. As St. Paul asks the Corinthians when he hears that they are taking each other to court, why not rather be wronged? This is not a comfortable teaching. But it is in forgiving that we become truly free and obtain the riches that matter to God. When considering this, we should remember what precedes Jesus' equally challenging answer to the rich young man, 
who asks what he must do to inherit eternal life. St. Mark tells us that Jesus, seeing the man's zeal, loves him. It is from love that Jesus tells him to sell all he has and give to the poor if he would have treasure in heaven. So also here. The command to forgive is not a rule to keep us in line, but a loving invitation to share the life of God. Because of his fixation on an earthly inheritance, this anonymous man cannot see the friendship and love offered him by Jesus. Yet St. Stephen the proto-martyr died the heir of heavenly riches, because as he died, he forgave his killers. His perfect imitation of our Lord's own death is the wealth we must strive to possess with all our powers of mind, soul, and body. Seek what is above, cries St. Paul, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. And Stephen, looking into heaven and there seeing Jesus in glory, replies, Father, forgive them. In the same way, Moses repeatedly intercedes before God on behalf of the people he loves, seeking pardon for their sins, not least when they turn away to worship the golden calf. In a moment, we will hear that intercession sung in the offertory. This is who Jesus is, our judge and lawgiver, our intercessor and savior. He pleads that we be forgiven in the hope that we will forgive others. And as faithful servants, follow him into glory. Let us attend to his loving intercession as we prepare to celebrate the Eucharist. As we lift up our hearts to the Lord, may we inherit the riches that matter to God and receive our Lord in the bread from heaven.